0: elite. I care. Control of the Big Ten West will be on the line tomorrow when the Hawkeyes visit Wisconsin. Iowa's 2-1 in league play. The Badgers 2-0. Early start for Iowa State tomorrow as they visit Cincinnati, looking to get to 3-1 in the Big 12. Bearcats still seeking their
1: first win in conference play. After the Braves were eliminated last night, the Phillies will face the Diamondbacks in the NLCS. Astros battle the Rangers in the American League. I'm Doug Thompson. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studio with amazing slow-smoked wings and world-famous baby back ribs. This is Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO.
0: Hour number two. Welcome back, Miller and Condon. It's Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. Bottom of the hour, Tom Kakert. HawkeyeReport.com, talk to Tom, preview Wisconsin and Iowa before he heads to Madison. Our picks coming up at about 10 minutes or so before uh, 1 o'clock. You heard the music, let's get him in here. He's Bama Bob. Every Friday we opine on a handful of games. We'll do the same here and then on Monday we'll recap what we saw this weekend. Bama, how are
1: you? I'm doing fine, Ken. How are you?
0: Doing well. I won't ask you about Cincinnati and Iowa State right out of the shoe. We'll save that one uh, for another topic that may come up uh, in our conversation. But I do want to get your take on Iowa, Wisconsin, just because of the, you know, seemingly the ramifications on this game. It's going to be anything but a thing of beauty, one would assume. Fair, Trent? Well, very fair. <laughs> uh, but uh, 3 <laughs> o'clock in the afternoon, Wisconsin and Iowa. And whoever wins the game will be firmly uh, in the driver's seat to get their asses kicked in Indianapolis on the first Saturday in December by the Michigan Wolverines. That said, uh, what are your what's your take on this game, Bama?
1: Uh, my take on this is I'm glad I'm not a sports radio host in Iowa. I kind of have to watch it. Because I think there's another game in the Pac-12. Yeah, Yo, you're That's killing me. You're amazing. right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, look, it's, it, it's the usual suspects if you want to, uh, Iowa and Wisconsin. I just can't. It is so hard to get excited about this game because the over under is 34 and Wisconsin's favor by 9.5. So, mm-hmm. you know, I made a mistake last time at Penn State. Uh, I think Iowa's team total was 10, <laughs> and I took the over and paid for it um, dearly. I, it, I mean, look, Deacon Hill has been awful yep. in his two games. Um, this is the kind of game that. You just know what's coming from Iowa. If they get behind, they can't catch up. Um, it is kind of strength against strength, maybe. Uh, Iowa's defense against Wisconsin's run offense. Um, you know, it's got 17 7. Hell, it could have 10 7 written all over it, for all I know. Um, but if you're Iowa, and you guys would know this better than I, I don't know who's behind Hill. Don't you just want to air it out? Don't you just at some point want to just say, you know, Screw this and let's just, you know, let, let's just air it out here. Let's let's just put the, you know, Hill's not working. Uh, you know, let's see what we have behind him and, and let's just, let's just, you know, instead of trying to win at 10 to 7, let's just see what we can do and try to put somebody on the heels. They're never going to do that. I get it. This is not going to help Brian Farage's contract. I don't think it's the end of the year <laughs> no. um, at all, but it, it I, I love the matchup, and I really, and it really doesn't matter where it's played, whether it's in, uh, you know, Iowa City or Madison. I, I do generally love this matchup, but, man, it's hard to get excited about this game. I'm, and I'm not a big arena football scorer, you know, 65-60, right. kind of, you know, the old Big 12. But, I mean, at some point, uh, and maybe we'll be surprised. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's just really hard to get it. But you're right. The winner is – there's a lot to play for. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of winning the West and we talked about it at the beginning of the season. If I was ever going to do it, this is the year. I mean you hadn't counted on McNamara getting hurt nope. and being gone for the year. That really hurt him. Um as it would just about any uh team. If you lose your starting quarterback, he's a starter for a reason. Um but yeah, I think I was in for a tough uphill battle and if Wisconsin gets ahead by you know, more than one score, I just don't know that I was going to be able to come back unless they get a defensive score. But um, Which was hard they to get been excited about it. Yeah, exactly. Hard to get excited about it from a national standpoint. I understand why people there are interested because as you say, the winners on the inside track to uh, <laughs> you don't possibly get obliterated in Indianapolis. Indeed.
0: Well you mentioned that other game in the same time slot. Oh, Let's go there. Uh, one of the games of the year, Trent, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's an over exaggeration. Oregon, Washington, as you say, Pac twelve, absolutely colossal tilt. Your thoughts?
2: Two great quarterbacks, two great offenses, two teams, though, that have question marks. And with Oregon, I keep coming back to, I think that defense is pretty good. Is that fair to say that they're pretty good? And that's what I well, keep coming back to. Yeah, absolutely. This is yeah. this is a different step up in competition. Here's our defensive numbers this year for the Ducks. Scoring defense, 5th in the country. Turnover margin, 11th in the country. 3rd down percentage, 10th in the country. 24th in 3rd down defense. 35th in red zone defense. I mean, this is things that... We don't see with Oregon, and that is the deciding factor. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely grabbing the points here. My money line Was parlay, a hot, a field goal, yeah, it's three, yeah. and they'll yeah. definitely be a part of my money line parlay coming up this weekend. They'll be part of those underdogs that I throw in there. I just I come down to one advantage, and it's the defense of Oregon being better. Give me the Ducks on the road.
0: All right, um, Penix gets a couple of receivers back, Bama, which should help yeah. him. Your thoughts on this I game? Who do you them. like?
1: Yeah, really? yeah. Who'd... I mean this could this game could not be More polar opposite than Iowa,
0: Wisconsin.
2: (laughs) Different sports.
1: (laughs) The over-under is at 67, and that's probably about right. I don't think this game's going to be in the 40s because I do think both defenses are better than giving credit. Oregon has a couple of pretty good wins. Uh, That win over Colorado is kind of standing out right now. I know it was a home win, but the only time Colorado's really had it handed to them this year. Um, they've lost some games, but you know they really had it handed to them. And I go back to that win in Lubbock. I mean, Texas Tech's been kind of a disappointment, but that's not a that's not a terrible one. It's a hard trip. It's a weird mm-hmm. trip. The you know strange place to go play if you're a you know Pac-12 team. But uh, they got it done. Uh, Washington, you kind of go back to you know who have they really played when you look at the schedule. I mean, Michigan State just and we all know the problems mm-hmm. there. Cal. Struggled at Arizona last week. Now, if this game were in Oregon, I'd really like the Ducks. I kind of like them anyway, but it's just so hard to bet against Michael Penix. He is so, so good. He throws such a perfectly beautiful ball, just just the most perfect spiral you'll ever see. Um, these two quarterbacks combined for almost 3,500 yards, 31 touchdowns, and three picks. I mean, it just... Uh, just playmakers all over the field, good coaching matchup. Um, I'm going to grab the points also. Uh, I just, I think, would not shock me if Oregon just wins it outright. Also would not shock me if this is a rematch, if we get a rematch. And the usc is going to have a lot to say about that, uh, and maybe a couple other teams uh, that we'll get to here in a minute. But, man, this, the Pac-12, if, you, if, <laughs> if ever you wanted a showcase game, and if ever you wanted 230 ABC, uh 3:30 you know eastern time on ABC this is the game you want it's just too bad that you know they're, next year this will be a big 10
0: game uh, oof, I, um i can't wait for this game tomorrow wish i could watch I can't it but either. Th- we we shall see let's uh, two tv uh, setup come on Yeah, well, get that uh, ipad going you get something uh, USC and Notre Dame Trent. USC struggled last week Notre uh-huh. Dame disappointed last week thoughts
2: look ahead spot
0: for both of them last week
2: we talked about that a lot more in the Louisville uh, game with Notre Dame but I think the Irish bounce back here. You know, the defense that they play, there's been times... I mean, Hartman had three picks? He did, yeah. There's been times, though, Caleb Williams has has struggled, and I anticipate that you're going to see maintaining on the outside from that Notre Dame defense. The other part, USC last week, they were down to their fourth and fifth string cornerbacks. Notre Dame's got to make they? plays on the outside. We'll see if Jackson's back backing a couple of those defenders for USC, but if they're not... Notre Dame, if they're going to win this football game, their wide receivers have to make plays. Tight ends are excellent. Running game is good. Need something outside from the wide receivers. If they do that, they do they win, and I believe they will get that for the Irish. Who do you like, Bama?
1: Man, this is a tough one. I mean, you look at, they're just, Notre Dame favored by two and a half. They are, Vegas is begging you to take USC. Uh, that usually um, just kind of, you know, sets up alarm bells when you know when that happens, and you guys are you know much more into that than I am. But you're right. Sam Hartman didn't play well last week. He had his own you know the only inter- three interceptions he's had he had last week in Louisville. But as you said, that was a tough game for them. Uh, tough spot after uh, you know Ohio State and Duke basically back to back. That was a tough and with USC looming this week. Right, they're kind of out of the playoff picture. USC, I mean, has to have this game. It's not a conference game. Um, but with, I think they still have Oregon and Washington on their schedule. And so, you know, you got to think, and they do, back-to-back. Mm. How, about, how about the finish for them? You know, Washington at Oregon-UCLA, that's a nice little salty finish Jesus. Uh, for, the, for the Trojans. But they have to have this one. Uh, Cale Williams has been great. I think if he has another big game tomorrow, he's right in the middle of the Heisman, or maybe front and center of the Heisman, depending on who wins uh, out in Seattle. Man, I don't, I don't know where to go with this. I want to say Notre Dame like Trent does, but I mean, the two best teams they played this year, they haven't beaten. And so I don't know. Is, is USC as good as Louisville or Ohio State? I don't, I don't know. I know they've got a, a great quarterback, but you're right. The depth out there on the, on the edges might hurt them. Um, I will, I will grab the points probably. Um, I just think USC wants to get to a, you know, into a shootout, but Notre Dame's defense is going to have to come up with a way to stop them because they're going to put up points, and Hartman has to play better. He can't have three picks like he did last week, or they will lose again. I don't think he will. I think he will play better. I think, I think the crowd will be excited, even though there's two losses and they're kind of out of the playoff picture, and, of course, they're not in the conference, so they don't have a conference championship game to look forward to. Um, I think the crowd will be excited. It's kind of their season on the line right here. They're kind of the last big game they'll play. So um, I will take USC in the points. I think it's got a chance to be a pretty close finish, though. I mean, you know, maybe a point or two either way. You know, uh, Notre Dame outright, USC, you know, with the you know to cover the 2.5, although that's a very slim margin to cover and not win the game. Um, do you want to do UCLA, Oregon State? I don't
0: have a
2: great Absolutely. read on it. UCLA, that defense was excellent, as I mentioned last week. This one I don't have a great feel on. How about you, Bama?
1: I don't have a great feel on it. I, here's one thing I'm happy. I'm happy Oregon State's getting a primetime game on huh? Yeah, me too. Um, I mean, they deserve it, all mm-hmm. they've been through. They're, and they're a really good football team. I'll
0: people, watch okay? a lot of that game tomorrow
1: night. Yeah, this is an elimination game for them. I mean, you know, for both teams, really. I mean, if I don't think you're going to get into the, to the Pac-12 Championship with two losses. Um, not, with, not the way Oregon... You know, you know, I just don't see Oregon or Washington losing multiple games. Whoever wins tomorrow, I don't see them losing two more games. Mm-mm, me neither. to get them in there. How, however, uh, you know, stranger things have happened. We talked about them kind of cannibalizing each other all year. Um, you know, Oregon State, the one loss is that in Pullman, not a crime. Um, they came UCLA back. They
0: almost won that game. They were down big. Yeah,
1: they did. Yeah, uh, UCLA lost to Utah. You mentioned the defense pretty good. I like Martinez, the running back. I like both these quarterbacks. Um I just listen you know, again. Not a real good feel for it. I just I, I'm just glad that this game is it's not Pac-12 after dark. You know, nine thirty. Right. Uh, although I love those games, I'm happy for Oregon State that they're going to get a game at home against a, a brand opponent uh on Big Fox because I think that that that'll be great for them and I think it it'll, you know be good for the program and good exposure for them and maybe let some people see that you know what they there really are other teams out there besides USC and UCLA in that conference.
0: Uh, the best game in the Big Twelve. I might have already seen it, right? I mean, to guitar to the top, West to be Virginia, Holy Houston. Moses. But there's four left. Seen anything. Uh, of the four, Iowa State at Cincinnati, Kansas at Oklahoma State, BYU at TCU, K State at Texas Tech. What's the best game, Trent? All four of them
2: under touchdown spreads. We got a couple that are within three. So they three. could be good. All of them that could yeah. be good. I think now, in terms of importance, I still lean Kansas, Oklahoma State. Did what we see last week in Stillwater, was that a mirage? Or is this team starting to turn the corner under Gundy? We can rip them. We can make fun of the hair. We can make fun of the mullet. and I'm a man. I'm 40. But the dudes won a lot of football yeah. games there. That's the one that I'm certainly most intrigued by, Kansas against Oklahoma State. How about you, Bama?
1: I agree. I won't see it very much of it because of the uh, Oregon-Washington game, but I'll yep. be flipping back and forth. Is Jalen Daniels going to play? No, we know that he's, out. he's not. He's yep. not. Okay, well, at least they've said that again. Right. You know. yep. Let's that like helps. that fuse again, Ken. Um, <laughs> I just I just think, as you're right, in terms of importance, it's this one. Uh, I think in terms of competitiveness without Daniels, uh, can How about, <laughs> I mean, this is where Kansas is now, and I think it's a great story and an underrated, I keep saying they're just an such an underrated story they're going into Stillwater, oklahoma with a backup quarterback and they're favored by three points
3: hmm, I mean, that about is that. Where
1: this program yeah that's where this program is right now uh you know neil has been good running the ball yep. um but without dan i mean listen you're right what is oklahoma state you know they lost to south alabama and iowa state back to back and you know is k-state that bad was at a mirage whatever um i like kansas in the game uh, I'm, I'm rooting for them i'd love i would love to see kansas somehow some way sneak into the big 12 championship i don't think it's going to happen because um they got to play oklahoma and they've already lost to texas but um maybe they're holding uh, daniels back for for the ou game i'm not real sure but um i think it's i think it's kansas and oklahoma state um but like you said i mean the the We're not going to see a better game than what we saw last night. We're certainly not going to see a better finish than what we saw last night in Houston against West Virginia. Oh, my gosh. I could not believe that when I saw it.
0: Yeah, I couldn't believe when Trent was texting me because I was I was going down with my Bronco ship <laughs> uh, for for what we do. Obviously, Iowa State, Cincinnati's most important game. Yeah, but, sure. Yeah, I, I I don't know. All right, let's move on. Let's uh, here's a here's a decent game. Um, Big Ten, a uh, Big Ten, uh, SEC rather crossover. Tennessee out of the East, a And M out of the West. a And M's on the road. Trent,
2: I can't get a feel of this one either. This is a a weird game from. AM um, having so many opportunities last week. Mm-hmm. Tennessee coming off the bye, but I don't love this volunteer team. You know, I've never been a Milton guy, and I think that's a big reason for it. I don't get a feel. It's almost that field goal number feels to me a little bit too slight. I think this should be in that four and a half, five range. I can't make a lick of sense of this. I'm seeing a ton of money coming in on Tennessee, yet Are the you line okay. has not moved. Huh. I just, I'm really struggling finding an either angle on this one. Bama, help me out.
1: Yeah, to me, logic says Tennessee because, A, they're coming off the bye week. And, you know, listen, AM's going in with a backup quarterback. You know, Max Johnson's going to play again. Mm-hmm. Um, and didn't play real last, well last week. Did not play well last week, and he's just a statue back there, guys. I mean, he's he's just one of those quarterbacks that you know where he's going to be. And, and Tennessee's got a pretty good defensive front. They're not great, but they're not bad either. Yeah. Um, Where's, where's A&M's head? Jimbo Fisher is going to really have to somehow rally his troops. Um, listen, they're still in the SEC West. Okay, I mean the, they're still smack in the middle of that. But so I think that helps. They're, they're certainly out of the playoff picture. Uh, they're unranked. No unranked team is going to, you know, jump in uh, to the playoff. You know, when we're sitting here on October the 13th, even though they do have some some pretty big games left. That said, I, I I just like Tennessee. I, I just, you know, I think it's going to be, it's, you're right, it's a weird game. They don't play very often. It's a crossover. Uh, I don't think they're going to play very often after this, you know, with the new format. I haven't seen it yet, but they're certainly not going to be. This isn't going to be one of those preserved rivalries. You know, A&M's going to play Alabama and Texas every year. Um, Tennessee's going to probably play Alabama and, you know, Georgia or Florida or whoever. Um, I'm going with the Vols. I'm not a big Milton fan either. Uh, and he's been okay this year, not great. They really haven't beaten anybody, you know, of note. And the one team that they lost to is, you know, where are they at, you know, in Florida. But, uh, again, Jimbo's going to have to really rally the troops after last week because that's a crushing defeat against Alabama and, and Jalen Miller, who they thought they could beat. Um, and they didn't and they they lost at home and now they got to go on the road the very next week. They could have used the buy this week and they didn't get it. So I'm going to go with the balls. I have no idea what the line is. stay away from the spread. Um but just, you know, straight money line play. This will be I'd go with Tennessee. All
0: right, one more boys. Uh I a fun game North Carolina and the U Trent.
2: Yeah, great uniform game. Love the uh, yeah, two yeah. kind of contrasting yeah. colors on it no, and the Carolina blue is always beautiful mm-hmm. out there here. I look back. So Crystal had something similar that happened back when he was at Oregon. The next week, they took on a top 25 Cal team, and they clubbed him. So he didn't lose the locker room. That is really what I wanted to see so... I believe any narrative, Now, different locker room, different guys, I get that, but the narrative that this is an automatic cross out of Miami, I think that's maybe a stretch here. I think the U hangs around here, maybe even has a chance to win this football game. I definitely grabbed the three and a half, and, and at least that's my thought process behind it. He didn't lose the locker room before. In fact, did you see... He got the number one wide receiver in the country I to flip that. from yes, Georgia right. to Miami. After that, the dude
0: can recruit mm-hmm. and Apparently his players so. like him, even after they write right, big checks. Yes. Uh, Bama, who wins this game tomorrow?
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think that has anything to do with Mario Cristobal <laughs> and his recruiting prowess, but that's just me. Well, yeah, because Georgia uh, love, doesn't
0: have money, right?
1: Yeah, Georgia doesn't have money. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, but, look, I, I love North Carolina in this game. I, I, I am terrible at betting the ACC. I'm just going to admit it right up front. I mean, that's one conference that for years I have never been able to figure out. Uh, I think North Carolina is getting good at just about the right time. You know, they've won three in a row. Um, you know, they had that kind of overtime lucky win, if you will, against App State and since then. 31 13 over Minnesota, 41 24 at Pitt, 40 7 against Syracuse. I know these aren't great teams, but they're beating who they're supposed to beat and they're beating them how they're supposed to beat them. Um, I love May in this, you know, in the battle of the quarterbacks here. Miami can get after him a little bit, but I think he's finally found something. He does have, he only has eight touchdowns and four picks. I think he's just getting a little bit better. I, I, I like North Carolina and I don't think it's going to necessarily be, you know, Christopher did the said and did all the right things. I mean, that's all you can do is say, you know, I screwed up. This is on me. You know, took all the pressure off the, especially the, the poor kid who fumbled and the offensive coordinator for, you know, not kneeling or whatever, you know, happened to be took all the pressure off of him. And I agree with you. I don't think he's lost the locker room and that's fine. Except I think North Carolina has the best player. And if you get into a shootout, I'll take, I'll take that kid on my team. Um, Drake, I'll take May over anybody else
2: Sneaky good game of the week Trent Condon It's under the radar It's in the crappy ACC Undefeat, Undefeated Louisville Going to crappy Pittsburgh Something weird is <laughs> going to happen here This yeah, is going to be one all okay. of a sudden What is happening in Pittsburgh The Panthers are 1-4 and four. This is a Narduzzi special here
0: Pitt outright Alright that's a good one um, Bama what's under the radar for you well, I'm going to steal it from you, Karen I know you are. What time does it start? Six uh, thirty PM. Oh, it's different. Hours. Then it's different. I'm six o'clock.
1: Yeah, uh, I said. you're going I'm Kentucky, Missouri. I am Missouri, I like Kentucky. That. Both teams coming off big losses last week yep. um, to to big teams, LSU and Georgia. Uh, one on the road, one at home. Um, you know, look if either one of them have a you know, bigger game for Missouri, I think because they haven't played Georgia yet. So I think this is one of those that that they need to win. I think it's going to be a fun game will be entertaining, and you can watch uh, Trent's boy, Burden, again. So yes. That is a, he is a, he's a player. He really is. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Kentucky by two and a half. I don't know about that one, but both teams uh, in desperate need of a win after
0: last week. Yeah, SEC Network, Kentucky, and Lexington, I'll be watching some of that. But, boys, the sneaky good game of the week kicks off at 6 o'clock on CBS Sports Network. The f- top two teams in the Mountain West <laughs> Conference collide. <laughs> <laughs> Air Force in Wyoming game is uh, in Pueblo. Is it or, Pueblo? No, Colorado Springs. Colorado Springs before Colorado Springs. Yeah. Pueblo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
2: on I twenty five. That thing might be over in two hours and twenty minutes. Won't take long.
0: Both but teams like to be. run the football. Give us give us a chance to flip around to something else. Too. I mean, it
1: really is for yep. aesthetics. I mean, it's a beautiful setting out there. When you yep. think of Mountain West, you, you get mountains on that. You know, when you get that setting out
0: there, that's yeah, not not far from Pikes Peak.
1: If memory serves. Go.
0: All right, boys, good stuff. Bam, we'll talk to you on Monday. Thank you, Bama Bob. Appreciate it. Look forward to it, guys. Take care. Yep, have a good weekend. Bama Bob, Trent and I going around college football previewing. we will recap it on Monday. Tom Cakert is next, but we've got some business to do before that. Time to claim some NIL money. Head to kxno.com. You can enter this nationwide contest by inserting the keyword cash in the pop-up box that will appear as soon as you log on to KXNO.com. KXNO.com cash is the 12 noon keyword. More opportunities all afternoon with Murph and Andy and then the drive with Heather and Sean. Miller and Condon joined by Tom Caker. We come back on Des Moines Sports. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast,
2: lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America
0: and a member FDSE. Station 106 oh, Good.
2: Joined again by Dr. Ethan Heisman, elite eye care with locations in Waukee, 2 and Ankeny, And Norwalk. Dr. Heisman, getting older, I wear contacts. What do you have so I don't have to deal with cheaters? Multifocal or bifocal contact lenses. These lenses are very well designed and very comfortable so that when you wear them, you can still enjoy nice, crisp, clear vision far away, but then you can also still see up close without having to throw on reading glasses. Waukee, Ankeny, and Norwalk. Additional terms apply. You may know Exile Brewing Company for Iowa's number one lager, Ruthie. Exile Brewing Company also brings you Swarm Golden Ale, where 20% of the revenue is donated to the Iowa Swarm Collective, helping Iowa student-athletes. And the Swarm Collective compete in today's college environment. 20% of the revenue from sales of Swarm Golden Ale goes back to the Swarm Collective and to Hawkeye student-athletes. Exile Brewing Company. Enjoy. For a limited time. If you have a low interest rate on your property and a lower tolerance for tenants, then you have two choices. Sell it and say goodbye to a great investment or keep it. Hold on to that rate and let the professional landlords at Renner's Warehouse manage it for you. Why hire Renner's Warehouse? because we free you To do the things you love, like take a vacation, have dinner with your family, or acquire more properties to achieve more financial independence. You already know that renting delivers cash flow, appreciation, and tax benefits. Renters Warehouse also frees you from finding tenants, collecting rent, and handling those annoying 3 a.m. maintenance calls. The choice is yours. Sell your property, keep DIYing everything, or hire Renters Warehouse to get the best of all worlds. You're free to cancel within 90 days. Days, and even get your management fees back. Go to renterswarehouse.com today to book your free home rental price analysis or call 515-528-44. It's
0: the good stuff. Miller and Condon, welcome back to Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Let's get to Tom Caker dot HawkeyeReport.com. It's Wisconsin, it's Iowa, it's follow your story, do your interviews, get back in the car, get home in time for the crossover at
3: Kinnick. Mm. Pretty
0: good weekend, Trent
3: Condon yeah. and Tom Kakerd. How are you, Tom? Doing well. Yeah, it's going to be a fun weekend
0: a lot of, be a busy weekend for the Iowa media no doubt about that. Well, let's start first of all with tomorrow in Madison. Uh what's the total Trent? now? 34, 34 and a half. Yeah, there was a there's, minute yesterday
3: hey, it hit 33 a and a half. Oh, there's, you got a prop. There's a prop. All right. Prop. Yep, yep, Caitlin Clark points on Caitlin Clark points on Sunday or total points Iowa Wisconsin.
0: I love it. <laughs> That's really good. Who came up with that? Me. So, Just now. You know what? I wish you would have done so in advance. Exactly. This. I bet Circa would have hung it. Yeah, absolutely. That's actually really good.
3: Yeah. Uh, probably fun. too
0: late, you think, Trent? Well, we'll, we'll no, make the call.
3: it's never too late to hang. No. It's, it's never too late to... To call uh somebody at circa <laughs>
0: absolutely oh that's good stuff Tom uh, we'll we'll credit you on that one because that that's really good well let's uh what do you expect to see tomorrow Tom obviously Deacon Hill going up against Wisconsin uh, again uh, that was a storyline in the press conference earlier in the week what 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 do you expect tomorrow
3: um you know the weather just doesn't look great right now I mean it's supposed to be windy um you know, I think the rain's going to be out, but who knows? Um, I'm just expecting a slog is what I'm expecting. And I just think Wisconsin's probably got a better chance to run the ball than Iowa does, and they'll probably win the game. I, I, I predict it's 17-10, but I don't even know if it's going to even be that high. It might be. Five it safeties? Might look like It might look like. The the 2015 game. I, somebody asked me what's Iowa's path to victory, and I said the 2015 game, 10 6. hmm. Yeah. You know, that might be it. And was that, that the game where it. they turned
0: Wisconsin away at the goal line? Yeah, 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 yeah.
3: yeah. Nate Meyer yep. got yep. the Joel ball. Stave. Yep. Joel Stave. Yep. Stave. Faith of is also involved in that play. Faith so. of
0: Kackety. Blew the he,
2: offensive lineman back into Stave.
0: Is that what happened? Yeah.
2: yeah. Unbelievable.
3: Yep.
0: And then he went uh did he play in the CFL? I think he did, didn't he? Yeah, did he have a Canadian background? I think, he's I think he's a
3: Canadian. Yeah, he's he's from Canada. Yeah, uh, originally he was born in Canada, so. And he was a yeah, high pick in the,
0: in the in the CFL draft that year. I remember that anyways. Uh so what uh, what uh, what kind of day does Deacon Hill does? If that's the score, what kind of what kind of what kind of day we looking at for Deacon Hill?
3: <laughs> Probably like 10 to 27 again, oh, I think my. or something like that, right. you know, I just Uh, Will he complete a pass to a wide receiver? That could be another prop that that, uh, somebody could hang. (laughs) I I don't think they could do it two weeks in a row, but uh, who knows? Man. Who knows?
2: The defense took a step forward. The defensive line played like the defensive line we thought we were going to see all season long against Purdue. Now I think Hudson Card maybe holding on to the ball a little bit too long was a part of that there. Another thing that jumped out. This Wisconsin team is not very explosive. Iowa has more explosive plays, 20 yards or more this season, than the Wisconsin offense does. I was shocked when I uh, dug up that number earlier in the week here. You mentioned it's got to be a grinded-out kind of game, something like that. But this is certainly not a vintage Wisconsin team either, it doesn't feel.
3: No, it's a a weird team because they're kind of dink and dunk with this air raid where Mordecai just kind of, you know passes to the side and lets guys run Mm -hmm. with the ball, and they they don't hit many passes down the field. Um, Allen is just kind of doing what he does. They run a ton of, I mean, 11 is their base personnel now. They don't run like two tight ends and and a fullback or anything. They just, they kind of, three wide is, Mm -hmm. is their base, and that's what they run. The thing that I think might be a problem for Iowa is Mordecai is pretty mobile and um but wasn't the i think it was the washington state game where he put the ball on the ground three times maybe that's you know iowa's iowa's path is they've got to win the turnover battle by at least two i think to be able to uh to win it and beacon hill's got to avoid the one interception a game that he's he's throwing at this point he's just got to avoid the mistakes
0: yeah, uh, good point. What about the injury? Getting some of the walking wounded back. Tom is, um, is, is are there going to be some new additions? I mean, is uh, what's what's the tight end? Stolanos is he going to be able to answer the bell? Who's there's one yeah, of them. He's that's hurt. he's
3: fine. Oh, Stringa. Stringa. oh that's the one yeah, you're yeah, yeah, about. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it didn't. I don't know. It didn't sound like optimistic from Kirk okay. on Wednesday um, that, that he was going to be back. It might be another week and jazz Patterson's still going to be out for another week. So, um, yeah, so they're, they're just kind of going to go with Caleb and, and Lee Sean and, and, uh, you know, if they need to go to Kamari Moulton, they'll go to him. But, uh, uh, the other interesting one will be if, uh, if, uh, Caleb Brown makes the trip with the team mm-hmm. this week, um, after being, uh, Tired. Uh, personal reasons. Yeah. Personal reasons. Yeah, he was sleepy. He was. <laughs> he was, he was <laughs> watching Sleeping Beauty, and um, you know, yeah, uh, allegedly, of course.
0: Right, right, right. Hey, Tom, when you talked to the players this week, and I'm not sure if you had a chance to talk to any of the D line, were they just fed up with the criticism because all of it, they really came yeah. to life last week?
3: They were, and in fact, they um, Joe Evans and and said it said as much on on. Uh, on Saturday after the game, they're just like, yeah, we we heard all this noise out there, and mm-hmm. we just decided to have a meeting last week before the game and just kind of air things out and just say, let's just go out and let it rip, and they did. And I'm still not convinced that they're good against the run, and that's the, mm. that's the thing that concerns me the most. They're giving up 131 a game. That's just not a number that is – really sustainable for them to have great success on defense um they've got to be in the one teens somewhere uh to to uh, just historically to be able to be successful so they're going to have to um and 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 they've just got to be able to keep allen Uh, if allen's going close to 150 it's it's, uh lights out for iowa it really is
2: no doubt about it Tom earlier this week I brought this up with Ken and I've it's been a rattle around in my mind Iowa loses this weekend lose another game they finish nine and three and Kirk will say well that was another successful year we know what's coming though yeah. the changing the evolution of college football and the big Ten yeah. on top of it is nine and three a outback Bull appearance again <laughs> is that the best thing for the future of Iowa football
3: uh boy uh, I I Think he's, you know, I, 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 and you know, not breaking news or anything, and and nobody aggregate me or anything, but <laughs> you know, I, I do think that there'll probably be a change at OC. I just, just gut feel. Not
2: you know, John Budmeyer, please, right? It,
3: it, well, I don't know. If, I don't know if you could roll him out there. I don't know. It, it would, it would be a tough sell. I'll yes. say that it would be a tough sell. Hmm. Uh, but I know the quarterbacks in the room would love to have him as their quarterback coach for sure. So, um I don't know how you make that work, but um I think they've I think you're absolutely right and I've written it too that just with the changing landscape of college football and the Big 10 and yep. doing away with the safe harbor of uh, the worst division <laughs> in all of college power five football, yep. the Big 10 West, you can't continue to play this way. You've got to evolve somehow even though you've kind of gamed the system and somehow you keep winning games uh you know smoke and mirrors kind of thing but it's just i don't think it's sustainable and Mm -hmm. i think you got to evolve as an offense and you got to be able to attract some receivers and you just you in this day and age and you can't if you keep playing this way you just the You know, my biggest concern right now is that maybe the receiver room kind of empties out if they don't start... Can't blame them. Yeah, I mean, those guys want to catch footballs. They don't want to be blockers. I mean, you know, it's kind of, you know, Nico Regini said a few weeks back, it's just like, oh, you know, I got to block, I got to block. You know, you could read between lines. He's like, I didn't... Didn't want to be here just to block.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know this will be a discussion for a slow day one day, Trent. What was worse, the Big Ten West or the Big Big Twelve North? <sighs> this year's Big Ten
2: West, it might be has taken it to another I think level. It has, yeah.
3: I think I think it has. It has. It's it's so bad. I mean, you look at, there's everybody else in the Big Ten West has three losses already. Mm. Except for Wisconsin
2: and Iowa, mm-hmm. ugly, ugly.
0: Hey, just, so just ju- go ahead, Tom.
2: Just sure. uh, heard back from Jeff Benson at Circa. What did he say? We too can't late? hang. No, we can't. He said he would have. Can't hang it. It's a player pop in the state. Of course. Yeah, we crap. can't do in-state right. players. So I, uh, uh, I jokingly said back to him, "How about Iowa's women's total points in the game versus Iowa passing yards on Saturday?" He just had a smiley emoji yeah, after that one. That's,
3: that's, <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> <too big. laughs>
0: Give me the Iowa women. Uh, Tom, what's the likelihood that Beth gets who kind of uh made a lot of people very ha- uh very happy uh, when she put it out there that Carver may be inviting the students a little closer to co- the courtside. Uh what's the likelihood that happens, Tom?
3: I I think maybe not short term, but long term I think that's what's gonna happen. I, I think she's she is someone She that seems to get it. Just get, she she does. She's um she's listening and she's right. hearing things and she's she's not afraid to push for things and um and and i think she's very pro fan and fan experience and i think that's gonna be to iowa's benefit i think you're going to see iowa doing more interesting things um and from an athletic department standpoint and um you know they're they're really going to be proactive they're you know there are close to hiring somebody to be the general manager for all the NIL stuff uh, within the university side. So they're ahead of the curve there and well-positioned because the collective is also going to be um, servicing all the men's and women's sports.
0: Good stuff. Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com. Busy weekend, Tom. I heard over 50,000 tickets now gone for the yeah. crossover. Man, I hope the awesome. sun comes out and the wind stays away. This will be a special, special event if the weatherman cooperates. Tom, have a good weekend. We'll reach you at HawkeyeReport.com. Okay. What else you got coming up? Anything you want to promote, Tom?
3: Well, just the, those two things are going to be a football game and then the, the crossover just, you know, and I, I, I'm frankly kind of looking more forward to Sunday than I am Saturday, Indeed. which I would rarely say, but it's just it's a special event for a special group of young ladies.
0: Indeed it is. Thank you, Tom. Talk to you next week. Thanks. Thanks. Yep, good to talk to you. Tom Kakerd, HawkeyeReport.com, as we check in on the Hawks. Check in on our picks when we come back. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. And for more info.
1: Get in on the action with the world's largest sportsbook Football Friday picks from Miller and Condon on KXNO. Brought to you by Circus Sports. Sports betting the way it should be with Circus Sports Iowa.
0: Hi, Miller and welcome back to Moines Sports Station 106.3 Kicks. and you know, before our picks, I want to remind you that you have an opportunity to win some tickets to see Iowa-Minnesota next Saturday, 2.30 kick at Kinnick. Uh, Dr. Stephen Fuller's giving us season tickets. Um, all you have to do is total yards in the Wisconsin-Iowa game. Closest without going over. Whoever gets that number first, that number belongs to them. Uh, go to the Miller & Condon Twitter account for more details. Fullerdental.net, Fullerdental.net. east 29th and now in Altoona. All right, Tread, Picks, are you ready? You have the T box, Mr. 5-0. Take it away. Unbelievable. All right, let's start in the college game. And I'm going to start tonight because it's 6 o'clock. That's where I will be. Tulane and Memphis are colliding. I like the green wave. The quarterback, Pratt. Um, Missed two games And those two games Tulane did not play well They're a different team When he is back I lay the five They're on the road At the Liberty Bowl Taking on Memphis Tulane minus five Pick number one This is a really stupid pick For my second pick (laughs) I mean really stupid But Michigan is Just so much better Than anybody in the conference I think Indiana's awful Awful, awful, awful 33, yeah Plugging my nose, pinching my nose, laying 33. Michigan's just bludgeoning everybody. Indiana stinks to the pros. Uh, Speaking of really good teams that score a lot, that's the Miami Dolphins. When they're at home, they're a different football team. Carolina, who's awful, they will uh, march into Miami. I will lay the 13 and a half and take the Dolphins pick number one. We've been talking about Joe Burrow most of the week when the NFL comes up, and I'm with you, Trent. I think he's back. I think that injury is behind him. Burrow's my favorite quarterback in the NFL. Seattle's a good football team. Cincinnati, if Joe Burrow is 100%, which he says he is, they're better in Seattle. they the 2.5. My best bet of the week is an early kick for the San Francisco 49ers body clocks. They go to Cleveland, where Deshaun Watson does not await. Wait. What's the kid's name, though? The backup? Dorian Thompson Robinson. Well, I hope he plays. It's the other kid. It's P.J. Walker. Yes. Um, But Cleveland's defense is legit. Mm -hmm. And I think San Francisco, they were so jacked up for that game against Dallas. San Francisco will win, but I think Cleveland in the 10 with that defense is pretty safe. That's my best bet of the week, Trent going with Cleveland and the 10. Interesting. All right, let's go to the college game first for
2: me. I'm going to kick things off. We talked about this earlier. It was my sneaky good game. Narduzzi's got something waiting for Louisville. I don't like this Louisville team. I told you it was a bad spot last week for Notre Dame. This is a bad spot for Louisville. Grab that awful pit team in the 7.5 with pick number 1. We're going back to the well. It was a bad beat last week with my Cal Golden Bears. We're doing it again. Cam rising. Will he? Won't he? I don't think it matters. I don't think he will though. Winningham is fed up with his doctors. He has been upset the last couple of weeks when the question has come up. Give me the Golden Bears plus the 11 at Utah. To the NFL we go. Mentioned earlier, give me the Bears at home against the Vikings. These teams normally split. I get a field goal on top of it. One team improving. The other team going the wrong way. Bears plus the three. Jacksonville. We're going to lay it. The last time the Colts won in Jacksonville. Andrew Luck was their quarterback. You know the game's not in London, right? No, oh, they're back home and they're riding high. The Jaguars okay. laying the four. My best bet of the week. Desmond Ritter's not very good unless he's at home. He has now won twenty nine consecutive home starts, dating back to his days really? in Cincinnati. Give me Atlanta
0: minus the two and a half. My best bet of the week. Against the commodes. All right. Well, that'll do it for us again. You want to win tickets to Minnesota and Iowa? iowafullerdental.net. You have to use the hashtag... Uh, hashtag Fuller Dental, be eligible. Trent, tonight you were at
2: Mediacom Stadium on the bowl. Yeah, Des Moines-Lincoln against Marshalltown. Get to see the new stadium,
0: 96.9 FM. All right, that'll do it for us. Murph and Andy coming up next. The Drive with Heather and Sean in football. Friday night, Joe Stacy, Nathan Fisher, and company take you until, well, late into the night. Have a great weekend, everybody. Miller and Condon, 106.3 KXNO.